Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. And on today's program, we are going to talk about the idea of holiness, or the reality of holiness, I should say, and the fact that holiness is attractive. Um, And it just so happens that we have three very beautifully holy young women in the studio with us today, all from St. Francis de Sales High School. So let me welcome Emma. Hello, Emma. Hi, Katie. And Emily. Hey, Emily. (laughs) Hi, Katie. And Mary-Kate. Welcome, Mary-Kate. Okay, you guys, I'm so happy that you're here to talk about this, because truly, I think that you are all three beautiful young women striving for holiness. And I know that when people see you and encounter you, they see that, and that's attractive to them. Um, But let's let's, um, kind of, there's a difference between sort of a secular definition of attraction and what the attraction of holiness is. So that's kind of what I want to explore with you ladies today. Um, So first, let's talk about attractiveness in general. What do you think people typically think of when they think about being attracted to someone or attractive to someone? What are the sorts of things that we focus on, generally speaking? Um, I think like when people think oh, like, he's attractive or she's attractive, we think physical appearance or the way, like, how their body looks or what they they just look like. Yeah, mostly a a physical first impression. Mm -hmm. Anything else, though, that people find attractive other than just physical characteristics? I think people find um, just being around a person, like, if they're, like, a good person, like, that makes them happy. So if they like being around a person, they're attracted to that person because... They it makes them happy too because they like the way that they are too. Attracted, sort of as in like drawn to yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think people who are charismatic are also real, like people who have really great personalities and who are funny and who um, engage other people. They're attractive. People are attracted to those people. Mm-hmm. Um. But today, so, and those are all totally valid. Those are all part of, there's even like a chemistry element, you know, if someone is attracted to someone because they have chemistry between each other, like those are all real things. They're valid. But I want to talk today about um, characteristics or qualities that draw you towards someone, make you, make someone a person you want to be around because that person is holy or that person is striving for holiness. Um, okay, let's work backwards. What characteristics do you find unattractive in people? Um, I think selfishness is a big one. Like, I don't like being around someone when all they talk about is themselves or what they want. I would agree with that. What else? I think that just people who not like... In, like this is in general like people who are just mean or like don't have a good attitude like they're just like like, like pessimistic talk, yeah like to talk about other people or like i don't know like just aren't like they don't have a good vibe like they're always like tired or, or they're, yeah like, or bitter or yeah. yeah yep i'd agree with that yeah or also like people that don't have 
good morals, like they're not making the right choices. You don't really want to affiliate yourself with those people. I would agree. Oh, anything else that pops out? Those are the big ones for you, ladies. Yeah. Gentlemen, if you're listening and you want to date one of these ladies, do not be selfish. Do not be bitter, grumpy, or pessimistic, and do not be immoral. That's pretty, I mean, immoral, that's, <laughs> that's pretty a pretty good list. Okay. Um, so, so what are the characteristics that you do find attractive in people? Not, not physically attractive, but personality traits that draw you to people. People who aren't afraid to be themselves. Okay, so authentic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's just genuinely nice and has, like, good qualities about them that they want to help others. They do service for the community. Mm -hmm. Something that benefits people besides themselves. So also generous probably would, like, just generous with their love and with their care and with their time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Emily? um, I think someone who's trustworthy because you should feel, like, if someone's trustworthy, you feel like you can talk to them. Um, do you, do you think holiness is attractive? Like, is it attractive to you? And do you think it attracts other people, whether we know that's what's attracting us or not? Yes. Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah. Cause I think, I just think that in general, like holiness is happiness. So like if like for attractiveness, like if that person is holy, like they're happy and then you want to be around them. So like their holiness is like going to you and that makes you holy. And then like everyone's just happy all around. Um, Happy or joyful, would you say, Mary Kate? Or is there a difference between the two? Probably joyful. I think it, yeah. Because I think happiness is something that it's a great personality, which someone of you said, oh no, you said the opposite. You said someone who's bitter or grumpy or, cynical is not fun to be around yeah. Mary Kate. Um, so the opposite of that is someone who's happy is fun to be around is yeah. nice to be around is pleasant to be around because they have a good disposition, a good personality. But I would say that even someone like deeper than that, who is joyful, right? So even when they're not in good circ- circumstances and you know, when things aren't going well, when things aren't perfect in their lives, somehow they still are joyful and optimistic. Anyway, that's actually a totally different topic. (laughs) (laughs) The difference between happiness and joy. But so you think that 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 holiness is happiness, Mary Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how else would you define holiness? Well, what is it? Do you strive for it in your life? Yeah, I think holiness is just striving to be like Jesus. Okay. Because Jesus was obviously a very holy person. <laughs> and um, I don't know, I think just doing good works, like all, every day, trying, just trying to be like Jesus. I don't right. know. What would you add to that? Yeah, Anna? I just definitely think goodness. Like when I hear the word holiness, I immediately go to goodness because like the good works that somebody does, like having a good attitude, even if it's the worst day, like you could be holy by doing that. So, Emily, your standard for holiness is being like Christ. In a sense, yeah. Yeah. What do you, does Mary Kate or Emma, do you have any other standards for holiness? Like, how do you measure or gauge if you're being holy or if you've been holy that day, if you're striving for holiness? I think that just like, like, like Christ-like, like holiness is 
like trying to be like Christ or live in like God's image. So like it's not like just doing like a work. Like you're not like going to like a soup kitchen. Like it's just like the little things where like if someone needs a pencil, like give them a pencil. I think it's like when um, when you it's like I don't forget. What, I forgot what I was gonna say when. That's okay. You can regroup. <laughs> You'll remember it, and we'll come about back. It. Yeah, think about it. Um, or or striving to be the person Christ, Christ wants, wants you to be. Yeah, or created you to be. So how do you know who that person is, though? I think when you're the best version of yourself, you're normally the happiest. So when you're happier, you know that it's kind of the most Christ-like version of yourself. So it goes back to the happiness or joyful or, or happy or joyful. I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) They're both, they're both good things. They're both of God, right? They're both. um, It's good to be happy. It's good because I think you're right, Emma, when we're happy, we're not happy if we're not being our authentic self. We can't, there's no way we can be happy if we're not being the person God created us to be. There's definitely no way we can be joyful. So um, I would absolutely agree with that whole line of thinking that happiness and holiness are very much connected. Um, So there's something about people who are holy, I think, that other people want, that people who don't know Christ or don't know how to live for Christ or don't know how to live a moral life there's something that they're attracted to in people who are holy. Would you would you agree with that? Like, yes, what yes. is it that someone who's holy has that someone who doesn't maybe isn't striving for holiness or doesn't know to strive for holiness? What is it that that person sees and wants? I think it just still goes back to the happiness part. Okay. Like, when you see someone who's truly, like, joyful, you want to to be joyful too because you see how good of a life they're leading and you just want to be like them because you can see that holiness. Are there people that you ladies have encountered that you're just like, that person is so holy. I, I want to be around that person. Yeah. Who? I know I have a friend at school and they could be going through the hardest time in their life. And then still when I see them, they are like the happiest and they're so joyful and interested in your life and they ask you questions and that person just like inspires me to be more like them because they have so much positivity and their light like shines through. That's awesome that, that, that it's one of your peers Mm -hmm. who's that way, Emma. Yeah. Yeah, That's such a gift. What about you, Emily or Mary Kate? Is there anyone you know of in your life that's just like Uh, inspired you with their holiness? Well, are we allowed to say names? Uh, Not last names. Okay. Well, there's this teacher at school. <laughs> she what, she was my freshman year theology teacher, but she's like my homeroom mom because we do like homeroom families. So like I've gotten closer with like her, like cause she's like my homeroom mom. And I think that she's like, like every morning I walk into her room, she's like, good morning. And I'm like, it's like she's always so happy. And she, um, she always just puts up a, like a super good vibe. And like she, when, when she's praying, like just when she prays, like she, like it's like I love when she prays just because like the way she does it she like just goes through it like so like s- smoothly and like she just knows what she's doing and like I feel like I always see like like an image of like I don't know like 
like lights. I don't know, like like shining. Like she's always like she's so vibrant with her faith. My gosh, what a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> so do other kids at school feel the same way about her? I think so, yes. Yeah. Maybe even kids who aren't living their faith, who aren't following a path that that is the path that Christ would want them to follow. I mean, I know that you haven't like interviewed kids about this, but do you think that she is even attractive in this, in the sense we're talking about to, to those kids, kids who aren't necessarily striving for that themselves? I think so. I think that like, let's say there's, cause there's kids who aren't Catholic at DeSales. So like she will, she's just always in a good mood. So when, like everyone else is having a bad day. She's like super happy and she is like good getting everybody in other moods. So she's do- using her faith to put other people in better moods, even if they like they have different like um, standpoints on religion and stuff. So yeah. she uses her happiness or her joyfulness to give to other people and to have make them happy too. Like she is always making everybody happy. What a gift. She is well placed then in a high school, I think. Yeah. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt. We're here today with Mary, Kate, Emily, and Emma, and we're talking about the idea that holiness is attractive, whether we know it or not, whether we know that's what we're attracted to or not. When someone is radiating holiness, that is attractive to other people. Obviously, um, the people that embody this the most have been some of the awesome saints of many, many generations. Um, so I just, I, do you ladies have any favorite saints? Um, um, well, one of mine, well, so I have my confirmation saint, which was St. Faustina. And then I also was going to say Mother Teresa. Um, they're two completely different, like, in what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so St. Faustina... She journaled. She saw Jesus multiple. Well, Jesus, yeah, multiple on multiple occasions, and um, I think it was like the Holy Spirit, right, told her how to draw the Jesus, image of the image of mercy. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. the image of divine mercy, and it says like at the bottom, Jesus, I trust in you, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's just a reminder to always trust God. And then I think did Mary Kate told me earlier that her saint was. Mother, Mother Teresa. Teresa, my confirmation statement was Mother Teresa. I just, when I think of Mother Teresa, since it's like mother, like I think of like a mom, I guess. Like she, like I, when I think of her, I think of just how like nice she was. Like she put everybody before herself and mm-hmm. she was like one of the nicest people ever. And like, she, I just think of like someone who would like care for you and like a mother basically. And, and you know what, by, by worldly standards, at least in her last years or the last kind of season of her life, she wouldn't have been considered a particularly beautiful woman, but I, I've never met anyone who hasn't said that she's not beautiful. I mean, everyone considered her beautiful. Yeah. And that, that was clearly her holiness, her um, passion for Christ, her love for the people she served. That's, that's what radiated above everything else. That's a perfect example of holiness and being attractive. <laughs> Emma, did you have a saint to add to the discussion? Um, my favorite saint was probably St. Maria Goretti. And just, like, her life, <laughs> like, she died so young. And just, like, um, 
the way that she portrayed Christ when she died and just like all throughout her life. She like she's just a perfect example. Another great woman. <laughs> you girls are nailing it with the holy saints. I mean, all the saints are holy, so I guess it's hard not to get that question right. Those are air quotes. Um, are there circumstances? Well, I don't know that I'm asking this question. The question is, are there circumstances in which holiness is not attractive? I don't know. Let's explore that, and then maybe I'll ask it in a different way. Like, so we go to a Catholic school. And um, I know I get asked a lot, like, how are you so happy or why are you always at church? I think that can be seen as holiness being unattractive just for my peers. And it like, what's their problem with it? Do you think, Emily? Like, why do people care if you're always happy and always at church? I don't know. I think maybe because they're not happy. I was going to say maybe jealousy. Like, maybe they don't know how to find that happiness. Yeah. Or they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Do, is, does it ever have to do with um, maybe I know that I should be at church more? And so the fact that Emily is casts too much light on my own life that I don't feel like mm-hmm. looking at. Yeah. That's just a theory. Yeah, I think that could kind of be intimidating to somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody that is so invested in their faith and somebody who wants to be but like doesn't know how to approach it or like how to start or who thinks they don't want to be right has made the decision you know what i'm that's not for me too many rules whatever i'm going to do my own thing so when you see someone like emily radiating holiness and joy and happiness or mary kate or emma it can be sort of blinding in a not attractive way i think it's like the um that analogy about when in a dark room when there's sunlight coming through a window, where the sunbeam is, you can see the dust in the air. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you're not in the sunbeam, you can't see the dust. Yeah. But um, sometimes I think holiness kind of shines that dust on our own lives that maybe we're not ready to see. Yeah. What about... Um, Someone who, and maybe this isn't holiness, maybe this is where kind of the, this question doesn't make sense, but like if I'm encouraging someone to get to know Christ or encouraging someone to go to church, but maybe I'm a little too zealous in my attempts, can that be a deterrent to someone appreciating the way that you're seeking holiness or striving for holiness? I'm confused. So have you ever invited someone to come to church oh, or to yeah. come to youth group or come to, yeah. and they get mad about it or not like it makes them uncomfortable or I would say not really mad, but maybe uncomfortable. Like yeah. they don't really know what to expect or they're nervous. I and... feel like they, they feel bad if they say no, they're like, well, yeah, they are going to church. Like, do I have to go with them? I don't really want to. But yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like they would just, they just feel like if I were to say, like, let's say Emily wasn't Catholic. Hey, Emily, you want to come to church? And she was like, oh, I don't really know. I don't know what to do. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 So it's funny because, like, I think there's a point at which we're supposed to transition from just, like, being a witness with our holiness to actually going ahead and doing the inviting, doing the evangelizing, doing, you know, like, yeah. 
being more proactive. I always tell when people say, um, when people quote supposedly St. Francis, we don't know if this quote is actually attributed to St. Francis or not, when he said, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. I always tell the kids in my youth program that they're not allowed to say that <laughs> because Pope Francis, I mean, St. Francis was super radical in the way he lived the faith. There was no question when you came upon St. Francis that he was a man of God. I mean, he gave up everything for Christ. He converted people left and right. He rebuilt the church, you know, spiritually and physically in some senses. So I think a lot of times we as Christians kind of hide behind that. Like, I'm just going to be a nice person and that's how I'm going to share the gospel which is fine. That's part of it, being a nice person. But I think then there's a point at which we have to take the next step and actually share the gospel. And that's when suddenly our holiness can sort of repel people. So there's a, I don't know, have you guys- Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, have you ever had to sort of find that fine line, find that fine line with people and figure out, okay, how how do I invite this person without- turning them away with my invitation. I think this might not be an example of it, but like, like I was having a conversation with my friend about like the Catholic faith and the person was just, she was talking about how like she didn't know because like someone had studied multiple other religions and she didn't know if like she was starting to doubt some of the things in the Catholic church. So I was like, I wasn't going to be like, Hey, come to church with me. So we just started like talking about like the Catholic faith in general. So I was like telling her like my perspective on it. And she was telling me some of her perspectives on it. So we were kind of just, we were just talking, like I was just talking to her about it. So I wasn't actually inviting her to church, but we were just having that conversation. And I was trying to get her to know my points and my perspectives on the faith. I think Mary Kate, that is the best way to evangelize, to have dialogue which unfortunately in our culture, we don't have time for. Like what a blessed moment that was that you actually had time to have a discussion with a friend because otherwise we end up just like talking to each other in sound bites or like little text, short texts or (laughs) things where you cannot get like the true gospel message across. Yeah. Um, So I think in this world, there are people who have like the, air quotes, holy gene. Like, it just seems like there are people who are born holy. They live their whole lives being holy. Holiness seems to be easy for them. Um, but what about those of us, I'm going to include myself in this, who struggle to be holy? Like, is it possible to cultivate holiness within ourselves? Is it possible to, like, practice holiness and get better at it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think, okay, how? I think um, <laughs> a big thing is just doing service. When I like, when I think of, um, I know it's a big thing for when we were confirmed, we had to have service, and I think that's a big part of living out the Catholic faith. Faith, and like when I do service, I just feel very holy, and like I'm helping people, and I just think we should all do more service. I agree. That's a great yeah. way. And I think it doesn't even have to be big. Like you're going out specifically yeah. for the purpose. Like if somebody's sitting at, alone at lunch, like go up and sit with them. Like that mm-hmm. can make their entire day. That's yeah. like a holy work that you can do to practice holiness and just through like so many examples you could do that and those are both examples of coming outside of yourself to serve christ by serving others i really think that's the only way we can be holy Mm -hmm. (laughs) or or the the best way to practice holiness is to get out of ourselves 
and meet Christ in the people that he puts in our lives every day. Those are, you girls are obviously on the right track. (laughs) Keep going. Um, How have your, how much time do we have? (laughs) Two minutes. Uh, Okay, real quickly, how have your parents modeled holiness for you? (laughs) I got it. Okay. So my dad, (laughs) um, well, I'm with him like all the time. And so I think he's a great example just because he, when he took me to school, we would pray every morning in the car and um, he's always just like singing or cracking jokes or like just little things. He pays for people behind him in the drive through, like just little things that you wouldn't really think to do that constantly. And your dad, I know, I know Emily's dad, he's someone who's like, whatever, the Holy Spirit, stop <laughs> yeah. just let the Holy Spirit take care. <laughs> he's like so guided in every moment. By guided the by the Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's right. <laughs> this is an excuse for everything. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes he uses evidence as an excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's close with a prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you and we praise you. Father, we thank you for creating us with, out of love and for love. Lord, we just ask that we strive every day to be the people you created us to be, to strive for holiness, to strive to share your gospel with other people. Lord, let our holiness be radiant and attractive so that we can continue to build your kingdom. In your precious name we pray, Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and today we were blessed to have Emma and Emily and Mary-Kate with us. Thank you, ladies, for coming on the show. And... um, Keep striving for holiness. Keep practicing. Keep attracting people to you. You're, you're just beautiful witnesses of the faith. So thank you for your witness. Until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com.